praying for presidents, even the ones we didn't vote for, helps to bring peace, helps to bring an atmosphere where people can come into the kingdom of God. Hey, my friend, Scott Young here. And, uh, you know, names produce feelings. When you hear the name of somebody that you really love, have a great relationship with, it produces a, a feeling in your heart. Uh, so when I say the following names, what kind of emotion um, strikes you? Hear the names. President George W. Bush. President Barack Obama. President Donald Trump. President Joe Biden. These have been presidents that have been my presidents. Uh, many of you that are listening probably had the great fortune or blessing of being born an American. I was born in another country, and so I am an immigrant. Got very patriotic during 9-11 and took the steps, studied the coursework, understood American government, and became a citizen. I was sworn in as a citizen on July the 4th. That was a great day. July the 4th, 2005, 2005. And the presidents that I just mentioned, they have been my presidents, starting from George W. Bush and now my current president, Joe Biden. Now, as an American, how do I react when a president that I have voted for or that I haven't voted for does something that, you know, it's not something I would do, takes a position that I wouldn't agree on? Do I get mad? Do I get angry? In fact, I've talked to people about various presidents that we've just mentioned, and some of them have visceral um, angry reactions to just their presidency. Is that my position? What happens when a congressperson, when a senator, or when a president makes a choice, makes a decision, takes a position that is not one that I would take? Well, do I have a right to get angry, upset? What's the proper thing for me to do? What's the truth that would help me in this moment? Well, of course, when we look for truth, I look into uh, God's word, the scriptures. And here is what God's word says to us. Paul is writing on the topic we're talking about. What do I do when a president does something I don't agree with? When a political leader does something I don't agree with. Well, as we read in 2 Timothy or 1 Timothy chapter 2, Paul says, I urge you, first of all, which means it's important, of first importance, first of all, it's important that you pray for all people. That's good advice right there, to pray for all people. And then he tells us how we should pray. This is a great way to pray for all people. Ask God to help them. Number one. Number two, intercede on their behalf. They may not be praying. They may not be seeking wisdom, but you should pray on their behalf. 
And number three, you should give thanks for them. So ask God to help them, intercede on their behalf, and give thanks for them. Verse two, pray this way for kings. Well, we don't have a monarchy. We have a constitutional republic. We are have democratically uh, chosen leaders that represent us. So we're not a monarchy. We don't have a king. But then he goes on to say, and all those who are in authority. That includes our governmental leaders. And he's talking about government. That's why he's gone into the world of kings, rulers, authorities. So all who are in authority would be all those who are in authority, including those presidents that we've already mentioned, the presidents that have been my presidents while I have been a citizen. Pray for them, ask God to help them, intercede on their behalf, and give thanks for them. We do this, here's what the scripture says, so that we can live peacefully and quietly. There's something about praying for those who are in authority that brings peace into our land. So that's an important truth. Lives that will be marked with godliness and dignity. Verse 3, this is good, and it pleases God our Savior. Verse 4, listen to this. This God, who is our Savior, wants everyone to be saved and to understand the truth, get the connection. So somehow praying for presidents, even the ones we didn't vote for, helps to bring peace helps to bring an atmosphere where people can come into the kingdom of God. Think about that. And a place where people get to understand the truth. So I didn't vote for all of those presidents that I listed. It's highly unlikely that you voted for all of them. And it's even more highly unlikely that every decision they have made has been one you agree with. So what do I do when I'm a strong pro-life person? I believe that life and eternal life are the greatest gifts. You can't have eternal life till you have life, but when you have life, you have the opportunity for eternal life. I I just support pro-life positions. What do I do when a president takes a position that's pro-abortion? Do I have a bitterness in my heart towards him? Do I get so angry that I stop praying? What do I do? Well, the scripture says there's no qualifier. If they do the things you think they do, if they are a godly authority, if they're a godly king, just think about the the government that was in place during the time of Jesus and during the time of the early apostles. Not always righteous. Uh, The Caesars, who were the ultimate political authority, Jesus was born, of course, under Caesar Augustus. Augustus was a title given to that Caesar because he was the august one. He was to be revered. In fact, they, they said he was more than human, that there was a divinity in him. Now, of all the presidents I mentioned and of all the presidents we've ever had, we haven't had any, any that have claimed to be divine in their being, in who they were. But Caesar Augustus, that's where Jesus was born, under his authority. 
um, about midway when Jesus was about an early teenager, uh, Tiberius became the Caesar. And he was the Caesar, and it would have been under his authority that Christ would have been crucified. He was crucified on a Roman cross. Tiberius would have been the ultimate authority when Jesus was crucified. Following Tiberius was <laughs> Caligula. <laughs> he was a mess. He uh, had affairs, reportedly, with, with both women and men. He turned the palace into a brothel. He was claimed or reported to be insane and sexually perverse. And Paul would have known about Caligula when he writes in 1 Timothy 2, pray for those who are in authority, even when you don't agree with them even when they act in a worldly way because they are worldly leaders. Following Caligula was Nero. Well, when Rome burned, Nero blamed the Christians. He would have been in charge when both Peter and Paul were put to death in Rome. These leaders were not godly leaders. They were worldly leaders. In fact, um, on Roman coins was stamped the insignia or the words, Caesar is Lord. So I would say that in the time of Jesus and the early apostles, that government was even more a mess than we have ever seen. And yet, the scriptures, the truth encourages us to pray. Pray that God will help these leaders intercede for them, even when they make ungodly choices. I, I, I'm a pro-life person, so what happens when a president takes an abortion stance? Do I stop praying? No. I pray so that there will be peace and that there will be the most important atmosphere created, the atmosphere for salvation the atmosphere that brings people into the kingdom of God. Because more than being politically correct, I need to be in line with God's truth that helps to set people free. So in the early church, they teach us, pray for your leaders, even if they're not godly. And they never even had a chance to vote for their Caesar that ruled over Jesus and the early apostles. We at least have a, an ability, if we disagree, thank God for freedom of speech, we can make our speech known. I, I make my position known. I, I, I'm unashamedly pro-life, and I talk about that, and I can do that. But then, at the end of the day, pray for your president, even if you didn't vote for them, so that, as First Peter says, it will be good, and pleasing to God, our Savior, who wants everyone to be saved and to understand the truth. We need to create an atmosphere for people to come into the family of God from whatever background and to understand the truth. And that's the most important thing. Very little complaint in the scripture or from scriptural writers about these ungodly leaders. You don't see protests, you see prayer meetings. And prayer meetings change the world. So we ask God to help. 
we intercede, and we give thanks for them even when we disagree with them. Pray for your president, even if you didn't vote for him. Think about that. I'm Scott Young, and this is the Influencers Podcast. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Influencers Podcast on the Charisma Podcast Network. If you enjoy our content, we would love for you to subscribe and have the opportunity to tune in to future podcasts. You can follow us on all social media platforms at the Influencers Podcast Official. You can stay up to date, hear more inspiring content, and unlock your full potential as an influencer. Remember to use your influence to create lasting change that draws the world closer to Jesus.